I've just got to say that I've had the lovely Nicole from Australia who's just messaged me. Thanks for that, Sue. I'm now in tears. Bless her. I absolutely love that song. Obviously, it is Lone Star. Absolute beautiful song. Um, and uh, I want to say a big hello to everybody who's in the chat room. Um, I want to say thank you to Debs, who, bless her, has been working behind the scenes, even though we both seem to be having internet trouble, something chronic. So if anybody's feeling the same tonight, healings sending to the old internet. Well done to, I love this, Rat <laughs> who has uh, got into the chat and has just said, hey, just made it in. So well done to you, Rat. Hope you're okay. Um, I've got a few different stories tonight. First thing I want to um, send a big massive hug to Philippa, who at the moment is having a few home problems. Uh, she's got her daughter with her, and I just want to send them both a big hug. Hope everything gets better very, very soon. Um, so unfortunately, or fortunately, I'm not quite sure. I'll let you decide. Uh, you've got just me. But we have got a few callers that are going to be calling into the show. Um, and I know there may be my little angel coming in, um, actually my couple of angels, um, and going to ring in. And I think there is one calling in in just a moment, any time now. So, um, but I just want to say to everybody, can everybody please join the Ask Sue Show group on Facebook? We need to get more numbers and to get the shows sent out there. And also, if you've got any suggestions, any stories you want to forward to me, please add me on Facebook, Ask Sue Davis, D-A-V-I-E-S, or you can email Ask Sue Show at gmail.com that's asksueshow at gmail.com and uh, yes the angel has arrived in on the line hi howard how are you doing how are you doing miss sue i'm very well thank you very much how, well, how's little, work going well work's a little hectic today but i always you know always calm down when i call you but today i have a little rant <laughs> oh go on you know how much i love a rant go on then okay guys you know Sue has been pleading with people to add people to the group, okay? And I've been going out today and asking people also, okay? Number one, Sue has got the best show in town. She cares mm-hmm. about the animals. She cares about the children. She she has her psychic show. She's willing to do just about any topic, okay? Everyone says they enjoy it. They look forward to it, blah, 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 blah. I'm asking everyone in the group. How many people are in the group, Sue? 1,176. Okay. I am challenging everyone. Today is Thursday. I am challenging everyone by Sunday to add five of your friends to the group. I don't think that is too much to ask. If you guys want the show to continue, which I think most of you do, let's get on board, okay? The show needs to grow. Sue needs to get sponsors to get bigger, and then we can even have bigger guests on. You know, Sue has had some amazing guests on the show, and the only way for her to grow, if she grows and gets bigger, she could even have more spectacular guests. So I don't think we're asking too much, and just go out and add it. And you know something? As she grows, she's going to be able to do more and more and more. It's a pretty simple thing, and I don't think Sue and I are asking too much. I think it's a very easy thing to do. You know, I know we all get caught up in our days, and the day goes, and blah, 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 but... Please, I'm asking every one of you, add five friends by Sunday. That's not too much to ask. Exactly. And the other side of this is, 
I, I want, I'm going to be starting to do, this is something I really didn't want to do, right, because I've seen enough chip-ins to last a lifetime, and it's to the point of driving me mental, because some of us haven't got the money to be able to put into these chip-ins, but on the other side of that coin, I am contemplating the idea on the thought that maybe we can do some advertising, and we can actually get some stories out there that we're actually promoting, and bring them to the ASU show. Again, though, I can only do that with everybody's support. And like Howard has said, people come on to the Ask Sue Show group, right? We've got those, those amounts of people on, and people send me messages and emails every single day saying, Sue, can you please tell everybody about this? You know, this is going on, that's going on. And to be fair, most of it's not even in the UK, so it's not even in my home country. I'm actually exactly. doing a lot in America. I'm not even there. But at the end of the day, every single day, I bet I get at least 10 people emailing me every single day. Sue, can you tell this to everybody? Can you tell everybody about this? And I'm like, but how many people have you shared to my show? Exactly. Because they don't actually reply back to that. Exactly. And i got to tell you guys, Sue has had on Captain Yoakum from the New Jersey ASPCA. She's had Jim Crosby. She's had Mike Fitzpatrick. And I'm going to tell you something. You know, Jeff, is, Jeff and Diana have come on the show many times and said he never thought this would happen to him. Well, let me tell you something, and Sue and I have talked about it. It can happen to any of us, and if, and if God forbid it happens to any of us and Sue goes away, it's going to be a problem because she has, she has stirred so much. She has, she has stirred the pot with Memphis. She had Mike Fitzpatrick on who promised a picture of Memphis 12 days ago. We have not seen it. And, you know, something, we're not asking for the location of Mr. Fitzpatrick. We just like a picture dated and coded like you told us. And, you know, something my yeah. mom brought me up. If you're going to make a promise, then keep it. But my point to you is, guys, you know, someday it may happen to you. Maybe something, God forbid, with a family member or your pet, and you want to come on, and Sue is a great avenue to vent to get the word out there. And let me tell you how much she's done for Memphis. She got the word out with Lennox. She's been letting me talk about Patrick, so we need to get on board. This can become a big, big thing, and it could really grow, but we need your help today. Not next week, not next month. We need it now. And I really don't think Sue is asking much. The other part of this, and this is what I say to people, right, even when I'm talking about the missing groups, because the Ask Sue show has got a massive, massive umbrella. I will put the links on to the different groups that we've actually got this all linked in with the Asu Show, whether I've advertised them on the show or whatever it may be. It's all on a big, massive list of all these different groups we've got and everything. I've still got more to add to it, and there's so many. And what I say to people about the missing group and about Asu Show, if you wanted me to promote the story, find a missing person, let's just say that one of your family members disappears, or, you know, you have your dog seized or whatever, how many people would you want to know about it? Exactly. exactly. Would you want 1,176, whatever it was, or would you want, like, 5,000, 10,000, most of the world? I know what I want, but it's up to you guys if you want the same. So if you have had your dog seized, how many people do you want to know about it? Exactly, like, exactly. It's like with Memphis, with Diana and um, Jeff, they want everybody to know about it. And that's why we want the show to be even bigger. So when we do the show, we can tell more people about the show and tell people the story. If you and, lost you know, a child tomorrow and exactly. you couldn't find it, and like with Anne, um, 
the little Jones girl. They're looking for her, and they think they want everybody, the whole world, to know. That's right. But nobody right. thought of adding 20,000 people to the Ask Sue show before that happened because nobody knew. And, if, you know, I'm asking, we're starting in baby steps. If 1,000 people had 5 people, we're up to 5,000. So let's start with that. Let's get it to 5,000. And, you know, Sue has told Jeff and Diana any time they want to come on, they can. And, you know, God forbid, and like Jeff is coming <laughs> Now, it could happen to any of us. They can come in and take our dogs, so, or whatever. But point is, you know, let's get it going. And, and you know something, guys? Sue is sincere about everything. She doesn't, she's not jealous of people. She doesn't go out slanting people. She just wants to make a difference like myself. It comes from her heart. So let's please, please you know, everyone loves her. Let's show it. Let's support her. That's the best way you, that's the best way you can thank Sue is to add friends. It's free. And it's easy. Exactly. And it's not like, let's face it, up until now, I have not been asking for no money, no chippings, no nothing. All I've asked is for people just to add the friends to the show. That's it. Exactly. And it's, and it's, and it's very, very simple. So, Sue, yep. we have not heard a word from Mike Fitzpatrick, huh? Nothing. No, not as far as I know. Absolutely zilch, which I'm pretty... And do you know what? I actually thought that he would have actually sent it, but to be fair, I think it's because of the fact that he's obviously had so much grief about the fact that he came on. Now, that's but not giving him a sympathy pledge by any means, because you know my thoughts on how much he lied to me, so that's fine. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it, it, they could at least, any of them could just at least send us a picture. You know something, Sue? I was thinking about it last night. I would have had more respect for him if he would have said, Sue, let me go back and check and I'll get back to you. We made a blatant promise. So if he would have said, you know, let me check, I would have had respect for him. But you don't, you don't go on worldwide radio and make a blatant promise like that. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like we're asking, and I'll say it again, it's not like we're asking for location. Just a picture coded and dated, and I think... You know, as we bring, you know, I think people would at least, you know, feel, at least feel something, at least show, you know, at, at, at least show something, you know, at least show yeah. Jeff and Diana that, that at least he's looking good, he's okay, you know, and that's, yeah. you know, I, I don't think that's much, I don't think that's too much to ask from him, but, you know, that's, that's just the end there, you know, at this point. Exactly, exactly. Um, I've just got to say to people as well, just as a reality check for the Ask Sue show, right, I've actually got Ian Mottram, who lives literally five miles up the road from me, and he's just said, hi, how are you doing? And he's also just said hi to you, Howard. But okay, the, reality check, uh, the reality check of this is that guy, I think I'm right in thinking, is about 20-year-old, and he listens to the Asu show. He's in the U.K., We've got Nicole, who obviously is a spring chicken, who it lives in Australia. We've got you that lives in America. So we're bringing literally all around the world together. That's right. That, That's right. that to me is a bit mind-blowing. Exactly. <laughs> Technology exactly. is amazing. We've got no reason anymore not to all stand together. No reason whatsoever. Yep. You know, something we all, you know, everyone has their own opinions, their own thoughts, but when it comes down to it, you know, we're there for the animals, we're there for the children, no matter what it is. I mean, I come on on Tuesdays, and my focus is, you know, obviously, the, you know, the, you know, the dogs. But as we said, so you'll let anyone, anyone that has a reasonable issue, you'll let them come on, and you know, you know, God forbid you're not there. And as we said, I'll repeat it again. You, you know, you need to get the word out, like Jeff and Diana has. It's, it's a big. 
you know, and, and obviously Jeff and Diana appreciate it so much, Jeff. You know, they say it every show, and I know that, that your show will make a difference with Memphis because so because now it's worldwide. You know, it started out as a little a little thing, and I remember when Diana called me on August 16th on vacation to ask me if I could start in a little event. And I remember saying to her, I have a feeling this is going to go, you know, worldwide, and unfortunately I was right, and I'm sorry I was. But I still have yeah. faith. I, you know, I'm not going to give up the hope. We're going to keep pressuring them. And, uh, you know, as I said, thanks to you, we're putting the pressure on. So that's my rant yeah. for today. <laughs> but the thing is, it's actually with the Memphis story, as far as I'm concerned, one, they haven't said he can't. Well, okay, he didn't say on the Ask Sue show that Jeff couldn't have him, which Correct. is which is good. To, it, I'm going to take that as good, Okay. <laughs> Also, I just think at the end of the day, they don't realize how many people are actually behind them. Exactly. Um, you know, just for your viewers who didn't listen the other day, we had the young lady call in and Jeff, the lady's children, who was around Memphis. And she said he was an angel. And I had said to her, you have a mother's intuition. She knew right away that Memphis was going to – and listen, and I'm not being sarcastic. There's nothing like a mother's intuition. So, exactly. um, you know, as far as the whole thing with the kids, it's a joke. You know, yeah. so, I mean, you could have any dog around an adult, a kid, whatever, but, you know, the thing is, Jeff knows what he's doing. The mother was confident, so, you know, if they're going to try to use that, that's really that's really lame. You know, that's just lame, because the thing is, you want to socialize a dog. And uh, yeah. so, you know, our thoughts and prayers, are, you know, with, with Jeff and Diana and any other person who, unfortunately, has had their angel taken due to this BSL crap. Terrible. Yeah, well, I've, I've got an even funnier story next, but I know you've got to go back to work, but I have got have a minute, an even funnier story, but it's not even a dog. Well, I do have a big breaking news in Los Angeles, California. It looks like we are going to be the first state in the U.S. It's going to be illegal for the stores to sell, to sell dogs from breeders, and this is unbelievable. This is a big victory. So if this goes through, a lot of the stores are going to go bye-bye, and people will have to go to the shelters. And I'm proud to say that Los Angeles will be the first state in the United States to pass this law. And I think that's pretty amazing. And, and how confident, Howard, are they of that actually going through? It looks like it's very, it looks like it's going to happen. L.A. is a very uh, dog-friendly town. I see, I live in, I work at a mall, I see, I see pit bulls every day. Friendly, and it's great. So I think um, it's a very pro, uh, you know, with Hollywood out here, and all this, you know, a lot of the stars love dogs. So I think, it, I think it's going to happen. And I'll keep yeah. you posted, but it's, it's going to be amazing because it puts a lot of those stores. You know, you've got Chihuahuas coming up from Mexico, and they're overbreeding them, and they sell them in the stores. So, if they, you know, if they could help with that, then people, hello, they're going to go to the shelters to rescue, which is, you know, Excellent. which is a great thing to do. So, anyway, I'm going to go I'm going to go back. I'll call you back later. And I want to thank everyone, and please, everyone, please take my challenge sincerely. Five people yes. from your friends list. Let's start with that. If we can get to 5,000. That will be amazing. Um, I've just got to say a big hello to Michelle Owen, who actually lives in Shropshire, who I've just added some more people to the group, and she's just actually recommended them to the group. And now we're up to 1,183. Okay. And I Maybe we could get to 2,000 by the end of the show. What do you reckon? I wanted to say hello to my dear friend, Nicole. I know she's been working like a busy bee. And Sue, when she gets that laptop, oh, boy, watch out. <laughs> She, she's put, you go, Howard, you tell them, woohoo, Sue, you rock my friend, the world. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, when she, gets, when she gets that laptop, none of us may be able to go on 
on the internet. She'll be using it so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God help us is all I can say. <laughs> anyway, we'll catch up with you a bit later on in the show. All being well, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'll talk to you soon. All right, then, darling. Thanks very much. Bye. Okay, honey. Love catch you. you later. Bye. 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 And uh, we've got another caller on the line. I do recognise them, and I think it might be. Oh, hello, hello. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? I'm just peachy. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm okay, thank you, peachy. <laughs> how are you, John? You okay, my love? I am spectacular. I've got my bag of chips. I've got my soda. I'm good to go. Oh, bless. So we've got a good couple of hours to chill. Then. Oh, no, it's an hour and a half. Half an hour's gone already. I can't believe it. Well, I've I've got something really funny to read, okay? Now, no, actually, let me rephrase that. It's not funny, actually. It's absolutely disgusting. Now, I'm going to share the, the link. Um, now, this is a new story that I am going to go with. It's going to be on the same sort of lines as Memphis, and I am going to get these people onto the show because I just think this is disgusting, okay? Read this to you. This is my rant for this evening, okay? The animal file mascot oxen to be killed for burger meat. We have received information of an urgent nature on the case of two animals slated for death unless public opinion is mobilized to force the current authorities to do the right thing. Now, this is, let me just tell you, this is about two oxens that are at Green Mountain College that are to be slaughtered. Um, they've actually been offered a home, and Green Mountain College won't let them rehome them. They are just adamant they are going to kill them. So, they, but we ask simply this. Why is it so damn difficult to do the p- compassionate thing in a world of washing cruelty and systematic violence? One would think that people engaged in teaching of all things would welcome an opportunity like this to amend, and at least in part, the savage record accumulated by the human race in its dealings with other animals and members of its own species. The information stream about this case is furnished by Mark Beckoff, a noted ecologist and Valerie Trainer, a leading animal defense activist. The main point is the decision to kill Bill and Lou, which I think is lovely names, is entirely unnecessary and heartbreaking because they have an excellent home waiting for them. Vine Sanctuary has offered to provide Bill and Lou with permanent homes. They have the ability and resources to care for them for the rest of their natural lives. Sadly, though, the college is determined to kill them instead. We we earnestly hope that the officials at Greenmount College will choose to spare these animals their lives, even if such an act would violate their stated principles. No law or regulation must ever be implemented rigidly, and the whole process of trial and sentencing is based on the idea that laws are adjusted according to specific circumstances, especially when the defendants stand to lose their lives. And there is a picture of these big, I'm not being funny, but in the UK, I can't remember, I've actually seen anything like it, they're huge, aren't they? But I tell you what, I just can't believe it. And it goes on to say, um, Bill and Lou are two oxen who have lived and worked on the campus of Green Mountain College in Putney, is that right? Vermont for 10 years. Now they are old and can no longer work. The college plans to kill them at the end of the month and turn them into burgers, despite the fact that Vine Sanctuary has offered to have them live there for free. Oxen are highly emotional and 
sentient beings, and this is downright heartless slaughter, pure and simple. It is not euthanasia or mercy killing because Bill and Lou are not suffering or in pain. And so they've literally, um, I've just put the link on the chat, and this is going on to our Sue show. But I am actually going to ask for these two to actually come on to the show as well, like we did with Memphis. I want to get the two sides of this story, but I just can't see why there should be a reason why they've got to kill them. I just think it's horrendous. What do you think, John? Um, it sounds awfully ridiculous. Obviously, we are only hearing one side, so I don't really understand the reasoning behind it when they say they're going to be killed for burger meat. Is that the college's position, that they're going to kill it for burger meat, or are they simply going to be killing it, and the people that are reporting the story are adding in the whole burger meat angle? Well, I think it may be, but I'm not sure. I'll be honest, I haven't read the whole thing, but I'm just... Either way, if there's somewhere that these um, two can actually live out the rest of their lives, in somewhere they can live free, and it's all suitable, why not? Oh, absolutely, I agree. Um... But at the the end of the day, like like with the Memphis story, I think it'd be good to listen to both sides. But I know a lot of people have been really upset by what's gone on, and they've got quite you know quite a few growing. And I actually had an email off a lady today called uh, Let me just put my brain in gear, Janice, and she said, "Sue, can you help us in any way?" And I was like, "Okay, let's have a look." And I just thought, "Oh my goodness, it's just the world's just gone mad." I could just keep looking at all these different things. Just absolute crazy. Uh, can you tell me um, also, I'll let you do a little bit of talking because I can feel me having a rant tonight, but um, about, um, let me find, oh, God, I've got that many windows open here at the minute. Hold on. About Lexi. Same here. <laughs> about Lexi. Um, yeah. I don't have anything beyond what is posted. Um, I'm hoping that Kristen will have a moment to call in because I know she's deeply involved in uh, this situation. Um, but it appears that a rescue had spoken up to save this pit bull at a Georgia shelter. And, you know, the plans were made to pick the dog up on Saturday when the dog's stray hold was up. I guess they have a seven-day or whatever a number of day hold uh, to allow owners to come and claim their animal. Once that time is up, obviously, the animal can be adopted out. And the rescue was sitting by waiting for that to happen. Now, they spoke up for the dog, I believe, early this week, possibly on Monday saying they would take the dog on Saturday once the hold was up. And in the meantime, for some reason, I don't know if it was simply a paperwork error or what, the dog became ill, had to go to their uh, medical facility, which I don't know if it's on the same grounds or what. But in the transfer to do that and then coming back into the shelter, the uh, paperwork that should have stayed with him, excuse me, her, to uh, say that she was spoken for was misplaced, lost, thrown away, I don't know, but uh, when it came time for uh, the person to come in and euthanize the dogs that had overstayed their welcome, they grabbed Lexi and put her down as well. It's just, again, I, again it's just, I do not know if it's a clerical error or if somebody just decided to be, thought it would be funny. I, I have no details on that, and that's something I think Kristen would be best to speak on, but I don't know if she'll be available today. Yeah. I just think, I, I just keep seeing all, I mean, the people, it's quite daft, but people are sending me these emails to say to me about all these different animals. And mm-hmm. it's just, it, it's just, I, I just wish I had a wand. I wish I had, I've been on um, a website, I know you've got Craigslist, haven't you? But we've got um, Gumtree and we've got Preloved. And people are putting these dogs and everything on there for free to go home. 
I'm just, I'm saying to Bill, oh my God, just look at that dog, free to go home. It's, you just see it's going to be, it's going to breed an animal or it's going to end up being a bait dog or whatever. And it, it still just keeps happening. And there's nothing, I, I said to Bill, what we should do is we should approach like Gumtree and say to them, or Craigslist and say, right, if you're going to put a dog free to go home on there, charge people to put the words free to good home on there. Hmm. An interesting solution. I don't know that they would go for it, though. I mean, it's I tell you what, if they charge everybody, I'm going to say five pound or it's or twenty dollars in your case, whatever, and they charged everybody that same price, and they suddenly thought, oh, the minute they're going to charge us for putting free to good home, even if they went and put that the dog is now fifty dollars or whatever or something, at least then it's not actually free. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, there was, I mean, I'm not being funny. I, it's a good job I haven't got a small holding because I'd have filled it just today. <laughs> because <laughs> I literally was looking. There was an eight-year-old Labrador on there, absolutely beautiful. Everything in the, the temperament, they were saying about the temperament, how good it is and everything else. And they just put it on there, free to go home, eight-year-old. Oh, come mm-hmm. on. That's when the dog should be settling down. You, should, you know, you've got no problems with them and everything else. And and then they just decide, oh, we'd want to get rid now. I'm like, and if if I hear or see one more person say, we're having to rehome the dog, we're having a baby, I swear mm-hmm. to God, I just say, don't get pregnant. It's simple. Mm-hmm. Your baby was that dog when it was a pup. It was your little old little world. And now suddenly having a baby and it's dumped. Why? I've got four children, and my dogs have always been part of the, the little ones' lives. Do you know what I mean? And if I said Absolutely. to the kids, oh, we're going to rearm the dogs now, they'd be going mental with me as much as I would be. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I just think but it's there, gone there, mad. There, there is that section of people who do consider, you know, I mean, it's the reason we have laws that consider these animals property, is that a lot of people simply do consider them property. It's a merely an accessory. The dog is my dog until it's no longer the in-dog or first time it flees on my carpet, and then suddenly I don't love it anymore. It's just property. Let me get rid of this because, I mean, I heard one person got rid of the dog because they redid their house, and the dog no longer matched the colors of the home that they chose. You know, oh, don't even stop me off. Jesus you know, Christ. It's, it's, it's the, you know, I call it the Paris Hilton mentality. You know, everything is an accessory. Everything is, you know, how is a place for appearances. They're not, they're not saving dogs. They're not giving dogs homes. They're buying a piece of property. They're buying a necklace. Well, do you know what? When I saw Kenneth, when that poor dog had got half its jaw, uh, like, underneath his actual jaw, if you know, I honestly, hand on heart, if I'd been in America, I'd have been adopting him. Mm-hmm. I'd, do you know what? I, I don't care what he looked like. It was the fact that that poor dog had survived, right, all that, and still come out of it and still... You know, he didn't attack anybody or anything. And then you hear us whinging humans going on about how life's so crap. And I think to myself, you've got nothing. Look at that. Look what Patrick's gone through. Look what John's gone through. Look what Memphis is having to put up with. Look at Paul Lennox. All of them are we're whinging about how life is cruel. Do you know what, Gary? You, you, you're if the what's his name? Yurovsky. Yurovsky. That's the one. His words were. If dogs had a religion, humans would be the devil. Mm-hmm. 
That is the best quote I have heard in a long, long time. And it's right, isn't it? It's a lot longer <laughs> and more elegant than that, but it's it's a great it's a great quote. Sorry, say that again. I said the actual quote is a, is quite a bit longer and very elegant. But yes. That's what you said is still the meat of the uh, message. It did. I, he's just amazing, amazing guy, and I I do feel I'm writing saying that one day, day very soon we are going to be getting him on this show. I don't care what I have to do to get that guy on the show, but he's definitely coming on. He is just an absolute fantastic guy. Absolute. I, I listened to It was actually Sean that said to me, just go and listen to him. He's absolutely... I couldn't even move away. It, it was just fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Just an amazing guy. So, um, let's have a quick thing. Uh, Patrick Miracle Page, doing very well indeed, um, over the 250,000 mark, which is fantastic, and still yep. going up, I'm Nathan Tahan. It was a nice round number for the few minutes that it lasted, and then somebody had to go and jump in there and beat 250,001 and screwed it all up, and now people just keep piling <laughs> on. And... Well, it's on a nice 250,120 now. Uh, yeah, it's right around there. Yep, and, and it's got... 61,658 people talking about it. Now, what a one hell of a page, that's all I can say. And, of it, course, it, you had the Hall of Fame from the ASU show with myself and Howard the other day. Yes, and uh, I cross-posted that back over to the Patrick Miracle. I, again, I thank you for that. No, it's okay. Um, now, hold a minute, let me just have... Oh, here we go. I need to also say about this. Um, Joe Lopresto, now, have I said that right, I think... I've just got to give him a big shout-out because this is where people are actually helping out as well. This is not just about sharing links. This is where Joe's actually done one better. And he's done um, something for um, in sort of to promote Memphis, if you like, right? So I'm sorry, I'm just trying to read so I can get where I'm at here. He And I said to him, tell me about what you do and what you're actually doing as is this thing from Memphis. And it's put, the Verona Fit Club has free workouts twice a week on Thursday nights at 7 o'clock and Saturday mornings 9 a.m. using the most popular home-based fitness program like P90X, Les Mills Pump, TurboFi and Insanity. Because I'm a Bloomfield resident and customer of Jeff Paradise Pet, I was led to use the Verona Fit Club to bring everybody together and give them a break from the protests, council meetings, etc., and have some fun sweating off all that negative energy. Plus, why not use our weekly gatherings and another fundraising vehicle? Start again. Plus, why not use our weekly gatherings as another fundraising vehicle to help Jeff and Diana's cause? So we decided to name November Save Memphis Month and encourage everybody to attend our free workouts and contribute to Jeff and Diana's cause. We're obviously hoping this doesn't last beyond November, but we're committed to helping uh, for as long as it takes. Um, thank you so much for sharing on the Ask Sue show. I owe you one or two. Oh, and say hi to Howard and everybody. And that's um, www.veronafitclub.com. Dot com, and I'll see if I can post all that onto the Ask Sue show right after. So thank you very much to Joe for doing that. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's about literally being able to help people in loads of different ways and, and all of our causes. Absolutely. 
So, and he's just put to me, I'm listening to you. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of praising him up now. He'll get too big-headed, and we don't want him to go and pass out with all that fitness and getting his head too big. So, hi, Joe. Thank you very much for that, darling. Um, so, any other updates or anything? Or is it gone a little bit quiet at the moment? <laughs> I don't see anything <laughs> in the uh, chat going on. I'm actually bouncing around right now on Facebook trying to get caught up. I know this is the thing. It's like sometimes it's so hard to actually get caught up with everything because the other day I literally said to everybody, can everybody just, if there's anything update that I've missed, can you just send it to me? Because I get so many notifications, and you must be the same, John, and you just think, it's like 150 when I get up in the morning. And it's like, I haven't got time to sit there and go through 150 notifications. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, there are so many uh, notifications and there are so many updates even on the same animal and half the time they conflict with each other. But uh, there's just so much going on, which is a fantastic thing, again, because, you know, uh, speaking just for our page, we're big enough that um, we, we see so much of what's going on. You know, people tend to run to us, if not first, we, you know, we're, we're definitely next. And... Uh, so it's a lot of information to take in every morning, and literally I could make this a full-time job and never, and still never get it all done in a day. It's really a lot of stuff to go through. And, you know, for that, you know, a blanket apology I have to give because I can't address every situation that people throw at me. Um, there's no, only this two is of us it. running the page and 250,000 people throwing stuff at us. So. Exactly. I mean, it's bad enough just for me because I'm like, obviously, we've got the, so many different groups from all different things. And it's like, uh, they send me these things like, I've got another 20,000 shows that I can actually do to put it all on. And I'm like, and it's so hard to choose from one dog to another. You know, I've even had people that are like wanting to rehome their dogs. Can you advertise my dog? And I'm like, oh my Lord, no, I, I'm not, I can't even go there. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Sure. I would have, I would be on here twenty four seven just telling about everybody's dog, <laughs> and then having a rant about why they were rehoming it. <laughs> yeah, just there, comes, crazy. there comes a point where the flood is just so so large that uh, you have to let some of it go by. You really can't. You really can't address everything that gets thrown at you in a day. Yeah. And that's exactly. what you have to count on the people who are actually giving you know. The people that are on the page are not just there to observe, and they're not just there to ask for help. You know, there's a large percentage of people there who are watching and waiting for something going on that's near enough to them, or affordable enough to them that they can step in and make a difference on it. And you know, that's yeah. what we need more than anything else. Is you know, the people who are watching and when they see that, hey, that's 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 an hour and a half from here, um, I can take a drive over there and help this dog get from. Point A to point B, or I, I can I can afford the fifty bucks this week to help that guy out. Yeah, you know that's what it's yeah. about. You, you don't. No one's expected to fix every problem that we post. You know, we, yeah. we'll post a dog that's you know in need of a home in New York, and you know someone in Australia is lamenting that the dog you know can't come to them and be transported, and you know it's too expensive and. You know, the paperwork would be too much or whatever. They'd just never be able to get it. And then where they're living, the dog, well, it's not, you know, the dog's not allowed. That's fine. Not, we're not asking everybody to jump in and do it, you know. But yeah, exactly. Although I must that, admit, there's you know. times when I've looked at some of these pictures and thought, I wish I lived in America. <laughs> <laughs> 
Joey. I'm sure there are it, plenty of dogs near you that also need the help. And that's what I tell a lot of people, too. You know, oh, if, you yeah. see something, if you see something here that moves you to want to adopt a dog, get in your car, drive the 15 minutes to an hour, wherever your nearest shelter is, and go look at what they have. There's going to be a face just as cute sitting there waiting for you. Exactly. Well, to be honest, I've got, I think, three or four that's actually local to me, and I've actually said I'm going to take the camera down there and just go and take loads of pictures and then just put it all over the Asu show and just say, right, this is what lo- is local to me. Because at the moment, the Asu show has gone a bit towards America more, and I'm thinking I want to get the, the U.K. people on even more as well. Do you know what I mean? And somebody, mm-hmm. there have been a couple of people that have actually said to me and Debs, why have you added us? It's mostly America. So I'm like, right, okay, we'll need to take that ball in on court and, and we need to start putting him, um, the UK ones on as well. Do you know what I mean? Yep. I think you need to use the words knickers and bollocks a lot more. That'll, that'll bring them in, the Monty Python crowd. <laughs> I just need to delegate and say, right, somebody would you just go on to, like, this website and go and get these every single day? And can you just, you just go on to this website every day? It might only be that there's three new dogs every day, but at least they would get noticed. Oh, just, my whole laptop's just gone very, very slow. So let's just see if there's anything in the um, chat. Oh, yeah, just in case anybody doesn't know, we've got the petition on the chat um, for the Loose Women show for me to go on, which is in the UK, a popular um, TV, um, and there's like four, I'll explain to you, there's like four women sat at the front talking about anything and everything, but I would love to go on there to literally um, be able to tell everybody what is going on in our world with this cruelty and everything else. Um, and I really am trying to, I've got an, e- I'm halfway going through an email to tell um, a place that I'm actually emailing at the moment, and I've started to do this email to tell them what the Ask Sue show is all about and what the Ask Sue logo is actually under this umbrella, if you know what I mean. I, I don't even know properly where to start, never mind where to finish, because <laughs> there's just so much. And it's, it's just so difficult, you know, there's so many things that it covers. You know, but in a good way. I'm not complaining by any means. So, absolutely crazy. If anybody wants to call into the show um, and have a bit of a rant with us, or maybe you want to bring a story to the attention of, of us, you know, you know, all these people have got all these stories they want us to share. Well, we have got an hour and 14 minutes, and we don't mind you coming in to tell us what's going on. So you can give us a call in on 347-327-9694. Or you can call in from the UK on 001-347-327-9694. So give us a call in. Um, oh, Debs is putting I'd love to adopt. Oh, don't. I, I would end up filling a, a yard in no time with all the things that I'd want to um, join into, honestly. And, and that Labrador, it really got to me. You know, there's certain ones that just get you. And that oh, was just uh, one of them. I just oh, I just got a text message from Kristen saying she will be calling in in about 30 minutes. Oh, excellent. Absolutely excellent. That's good. Oh, yes. And let's just have a – I wanted to um, for you to explain about, obviously, the um, Colin Michael Jones, the little boy that uh, we're helping with the Patrick Miracle and Free Memphis Fund. Yes. Um, well, that was sparked by that gentleman that wrote in a letter to the editor of one of the Bloomfield Publications that uh, 
was uh, lamenting that he was seeing around town all sorts of signs for free Memphis, saying of Memphis, and so on, but none were, he found none uh, in relation to this young boy, he's now I think a year old, that was born um, deprived of oxygen and so suffered some brain damage and has quite a few challenges ahead of him. And, you know, he felt that the people who were trying to affect a good uh, end for Memphis had their priorities screwed up. And I had responded to him fairly harshly that if he didn't see any signs up for the child, it's because he didn't go out and put up any. Um, don't blame the people who got up and did something for doing something about a cause they care about when you're sitting there and not doing it and just writing letters to the editor. Um, but beyond that, I still felt, you know, it wasn't that, and, you know, it's not even that the people who were fighting for Memphis didn't like kids, it's that they hadn't even heard of this situation. You know? Yeah. So the, and, fact and that, so the fact that the information came to us through that letter made me uh, decide with Jeff Coltenbeck to uh, start a fund and see how much we could raise from animal lovers, who will happen to also be people lovers, and uh, see how much money we could throw together in a couple of days and present to them on Saturday evening when they have their fundraiser, the first annual fundraiser for the family to help them with their medical bills. And we're going to hopefully bring them a fairly sizable check. Well, I'm, I'm, I must admit I haven't looked for it recently, and I've just looked now and we're up to $1,465, and that's fantastic. Um, and we've got 50, 53 contributors to that, so that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yep, it, 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 it climbed fairly quickly. Exactly. I'd love to see that, love to see the, that number double before Saturday, but, you know, whatever we get, we get. You know, we're going to continue to exactly. share it, continue mentioning it, and see how far it goes. Well, it's on to the um, chat now, so hopefully all of them guys will uh, share it all around for us, and uh, let's hope we can get some more, because this is the thing. I mean, I, I did have to laugh at the fact that he's... He said, oh, there's all this about a dog and nothing about this boy. And, and it was how you had said to him, well, did you, have you actually put a sign up yet? And he was like, you know what I mean? And and the funny part is he hasn't answered to any of it. You'd have thought oh, he'd no. have actually got on there and said, oh, thank you. Sure I'm, sure I'm sure he was speaking out of frustration because, you know, if if he was making any effort at all or if he knew of people who weren't making efforts, and they felt weren't getting the kind of coverage and attention that they felt the, you know, the boy needed and deserved. Um, I can understand that frustration. He just took it out on people who were already doing something about what they care about and assumed that those same people had chosen not to help the child. You know? Yeah. And, so, um, and so, again, that was, my, that was the catalyst for me deciding, well, you know, we can do that too. It's not an either-or situation. We can help dogs and kids at the same exactly. time. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I just want to say to Max, thank you very much for that. He's just put in the chat, he'll donate two angel readings, uh, obviously, for two people who donate £15 or more. Uh, I don't know how much that is in dollars, so uh, let's just say if you make a good enough um, donation, then you'll get a free angel reading, and that's for the first two people that do. So if you are on the chat and you're just about to do a donation would like a free angel reading, contact myself or Max via the chat, or you can go on to the uh, Ask Sue show and let that let us know. So um, um, I, I would also suggest if you're going to go to the chip-in and make a donation in an, in an attempt to win that prize, 
one of those two prizes, I should say, um, you're given the opportunity to make a comment with your donation. And just put the words Ask Sue at the end of it. You know, no one but us needs to know what that means, but that way we'll know, yes. who, the, you know who those two people were. Yeah, so I'll keep I'll keep an eye on that. I'll keep refreshing that page, and we'll have a look and see um, uh, who gets those first two um, free readings. So we'll keep an eye on that. So if everybody wants to go in, it's the miracle.chipping.com, and uh, we put the link onto the chat. So if anybody wants to go, but also it will be on the Ask Sue Show wall group wall after the show as well. So um, actually, while I think about it, I'll do it now because I know I'll forget. <laughs> <laughs> I try to put it on while I'm on the show because it comes. Everybody wants me after, and then I just forget about it. So, um, so that's on there. Um, Nicole wants to say, John, thank you for Patrick's pay, page, and also bless Max for donating the um, reading. So that's from Nicole, all the way down under, bless her. So, yep, yep. Um, I've got to get down there someday, and not just to meet Nicole. I've got to get down there. That place just oh, looks so awesome. I lived in New Zealand for a year, and it was absolutely beautiful. I loved I mean, every never, single I've minute of it. It was a like a picture of Australia and New Sorry? Zealand. I've never seen a bad picture of any of the areas down there. I don't think there is an ugly spot in anywhere, anywhere in Australia, New Zealand. They're just beautiful places. The thing with New Zealand that I liked the most was it is so down to earth. There is none of that, my house is bigger than your house, my car's newer than your car. There's none of that. They're still borrowing sugar to each other, and it's just so down to earth. And you can be going down a road, and to be fair, there's, it's not like there's houses on every street there. You can go down roads for miles and miles and miles, okay? And you'll just meet a car, and they wave to you as if you've known them for, like, all of your life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And people will speak to you and say, hi, how are you doing? And you'll just have a general chat with them. It's just so nice. Nothing's too much trouble, you know, and, and the weather is just gorgeous. I mean, the, I mean, talk about spoilt for the year. Even on the winter days, I thought I was in heaven. <laughs> it was just beautiful. Oh, really, really like nice. It looks like heaven. Yes, so, yeah, I I would love to go back there. Maybe one day we can have a, um, you know, an ASU show outing and we'll all go to Australia for a week. What do you reckon? Oh, yeah. that a, a week we'll wouldn't be long enough. It would have to be a month. We're going to have to get some sponsors <laughs> with some very deep pockets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can feel a very big chip in for that one. <laughs> yeah, that one will be rough. <laughs> and but and before everybody starts criticising, I was joking. It, I, there's not really a chip in for it. Oh, we wouldn't be that lucky to have a holiday, would we, love? <laughs> <laughs> Bless. Hey, who wants to who wants uh, to hear a great sound? Go on. Then. Hear a great sound. Do you want to hear a great sound? Yes. Go on then, love. All right. Here it goes. Um, this is my doggie who's sitting here begging to me because I'm eating potato chips, so I'm going to give him one. Okay, here you go, Maddie. You can chew it. Chew it. Okay, that didn't work out so well. <laughs> I think you should chew it and let's see what noise you make, love. <laughs> one more try, one more try. Were you able to hear him that time? No, not very well, no. Oh, oh well. All right, I guess the cell phone just doesn't cut it. 
<laughs> oh well, it was a. Tr- I tried. I see. I can make a bigger noise with this little thing. Hold on, let me just see if I can get it. Come here, then. Come here. Um, I've got to tell you. Yeah, bring it to me, Jamie. That's much easier. Thank you. That saves me a bit of money. Can you hear that? Right. You're squeaking of some kind. Hello. Come on. There you go. That was a bigger noise. This is our little tiny kittens, you know, the the ones we rescued? Oh, okay. And we, got, and we had the mum, uh, the pregnant mum, who's actually... No, no, that's the other one. And uh, we've, they are literally starting now. They are running around the house and everything. You have to be careful where you run. They are little tiny little dots of cats literally running around. And the other day... It was actually sharing my pasta. So I'd eat a piece of pasta, but have to leave a little bit to give to the kittens. So they're not spoiled for anything, honest. (laughs) (laughs) And just so everybody knows, yes, we did. We rescued, goodness knows how many cats, and the mum was literally pregnant and dropped four babies out for us and all sorts. It was just absolute crazy, to say the least. And how's your little black kitten doing as well? I'm sorry? You, you, I saw a picture of you with a black kitten. Oh, well, I don't think you saw me with the kitten, but you saw a picture that I might have taken. Okay, then. Sorry, I obviously didn't read the post properly, and I apologize for flicking through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's probably Ash you, you saw a picture of. That's right, yes. How's it yeah. gone? He's doing great. He's still taking medication, but he's up and around and bouncing around the house and playing with everything he's not supposed to. Exactly as you would expect. Oh, bless. Becoming the little nightmare that he was born to be. Oh. The the trouble is with me, I mean, the one kitten is actually sitting on my knee, right? And I really am trying not to get connected to these cats. I I always say, don't let them look into my eyes because that will be it. Well, one's already, um, and then we've got Bungle. And Bungle is very, and he's a little black kitten, but he's got a big fat head. And he, he thinks he's a grizzly bear, and he's always got vocal, but I'm holding him up in the air, and he's not doing anything, which is just typical. He, he's gone all quiet now. He's done the same as your dog. <laughs> so, and, the, and the, fight both... is all, the fight is all over the first time that one of them runs over and headbutts your ankle. <laughs> That's when they know they own you. I will tell you what, honest to God, these are just, honestly, are just one's on one knee and one's on the other. Okay, now they're not spoiled for anything, but honest to God, I've never, and I'm trying not to get attached, and everybody will know what I mean. Now, to be fair, it's like, you know, pe- people have said something about Memphis, saying, how can you possibly fall in love with them that quick? I'm not being funny. Well, the mums had these, obviously, in the um, cage for quite a while, and they've only just started coming out, and I'm not being funny. I can feel the attachment growing, and it's not allowed to, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm might, really trying might... not to. It, it doesn't really work. It's going to happen no matter what. But uh, I, I'm, I'm, no, what, John, it really can't because I've got too many cats as it is. Uh, uh, hey, that's what I've told myself numerous times, and they're all still here. But um, no, uh, my, do- well, I've my got- dog, uh, my dog that I have now, I rescued back in August of 2010, with the uh, expressed plan that he would be here no longer than two weeks, while a rescue group found him a home. And he wasn't here two days when I saw my wife had already cracked. And oh, it bless. Maybe, it took me maybe an extra 24 hours to say, oh, fine, he can stay. <laughs> and that was the end of that. Mind you, we had lost we had lost our previous dog a year before. 
he was 18 and a half. He had a major stroke and was, you know, he was given his piece. And we said, you know, we've had him for 18 plus years and, you know, numerous cats at the same time. We can get people to come to the house to feed cats twice a day, but we can't get anybody to come here and treat the dog the way we want to. So we're not going to get a dog for at least three years. And that was Mm. in 2009, September 2009. So we snuck in one vacation the following April where we took a trip to Florida. And by the time we got to August, I was on Facebook and helping people out and trying to figure out ways to get certain dogs adopted. And this poor guy was on his last day. And I said, well, they're going to put him down in the, you know, tomorrow morning, so I'm going to be there when they open and, and pull him out, and I'll just keep him for the two weeks. And the rest is yeah. history. He's still here. So. <laughs> and you know, getting fatter all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, a soft touch to anything at all the while of, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they decide whether or not they're staying, not you. Yes, exactly. I'll grant you that, definitely. Definitely. Well, when I heard about Miracle, I mean... I'll, I'll be honest, you know, Rottweiler wasn't on the top of my list of favorite dogs or anything, but with her, I just literally fell for a hook, line, and singer, especially with the story she had. And now she's just a spoiled little madam, do you know what I mean? With the other two as well. We've got um, one called Penny and one called Nervous, and they're Labrador crosses, and oh my goodness, I, I couldn't do without any of them, do you know what I mean? Yep. So, but I keep saying, you know, if I had more land and I had all of this, all this different stuff, then yes, I could make a difference. But you know, sometimes you've got to be real, realistic too, haven't you? Well, there's, yeah, there's how much time in a day you can give each of them. Um, yeah. You know, not, not, and not only you know the, the the absolute necessaries that a shelter has to provide. You know, a clean space to lay down, uh, the litter, the food, you know, and all of that. And then, of course, the trips as necessary to the veterinarian. But there's also the quality time. How how long can you play with each of these animals and, and, you know, give them some input? Yeah. So, you know, somebody who ends up hoarding 40, 50 animals is shortchanging all of them because yeah. how much time can you give them? You know? This is the thing. You've got to find your magic number and stick to it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I must admit, as far as the cats at the moment, it's a case of, Juggling, Bill's doing half and I'm doing half to a degree. Do you mean, or you know, it's been funny because before now I fed them, then he's come downstairs and he's fed them. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's a bit like that. At the moment. I mean, they don't mind one bit, but you know, it's quite funny. Um, I think oh. um, I've got my angel back. Hold on a minute, let me just see. I think he's popped in to say a quick hello. Hello, darling. How are you? How you doing, John? Oh, you again. <laughs> oh, no, it's you again. Oh, man. I'm, hey, listen, I'm in the mall. I'll be jumping off here with my new pants, my new pajama top, you know, whatever you need. No problem. Okie dokie. So what are you guys talking about? We were talking about you, but now we can't, so. Yeah, I know, that crazy guy from California, I know. Um, John, I was telling um, <laughs> I was telling Sue they're close to passing a law in L.A. that um, puppy stores will be uh, – Banned from selling dogs to the breeders and stuff, so it's uh, a lot of these stores are going to go out. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be that the stores go out. It makes an opportunity now for them to start dealing with the shelter. And correct, those correct, animals, correct. And, and then that gives those animals that many more avenues to be adopted. People are going to come into correct. the pet store. They're not going to see these brand new puppy mill puppies. Exactly. Of, uh, of, of, of dubious sources. 
and um, and they're going to see they're going to see dogs that already know what you know what, what the rules are and uh, correct go home with go home with a much happier purchase as far as yeah, I'm the problem, anyway. Yeah, the problem we have in LA is we get a ton of the chihuahuas coming in from Mexico, and it's just it's just tragic. Just way too see, many. We have to close the border. We have to close yeah. the border. Don't start with me, John. Don't even start that nonsense with the UK, or else I will end up with a rant. Good Don't lord. Don't even Mexican it, it just... dogs. They're coming down here and taking all the homes from the American dogs. Yeah. <laughs> but I got it, Oh, God. Can't, no, I have to tell him you get a break. No, 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 it's okay, it's okay. I, I lost my train of thought anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it was just funny that you used Chihuahua as an, as an example. <laughs> no, we see it. Actually, we see it. We see a ton of them here. But it was funny today in the when I was on my break in the mall, I saw a uh, a baby uh, a pit bull that was just rescued. The cutest little thing you could ever see. Oh my goodness! Oh, pit, baby pit bulls are ridiculous in their cute. I was there. I was giving him. I was giving him belly. I was giving him belly rubs and. Kisses, and I walked away, and he started crying. I had to go back to give him more belly rubs. So cute, though. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, I, very, I very rarely actually go a day without seeing a pit bull in the mall. Really? Oh, um, cool. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, a lot of pit bulls in LA. Yeah, yeah, a lot of pit bulls. So, John, anything okay. new with Memphis? Any any more meetings coming up, or the or the or well, that's basically uh, it, now, huh? Well, yeah, the town council meets every Monday, so yeah. uh, we'll have. Uh, one or two more of those before we get to the court date. Um, mm-hmm. the, the Board of Health won't have their next meeting until after the court date. Okay, so, okay. And the court date is November 9th, is that correct? Um, is it the 9th? I, yeah, I believe it's the 9th. So, okay. So that's, yeah, so that's not too far away then. Right. And, you know, the whole thing yeah. can be ended just before that. You know, the, the lawyers finally decide, you know, we're down to the wire. Let's, let's just strike a deal and, and get out of this whole court thing. You know that happens exactly. sometimes, but but you know the way the, the way all signs to me point to it going to court and the judge having to deal with it because it seems to me that the health department is simply intractable and they're not going to budge. No, and I don't know if I don't know if you were listening in the beginning, but we still have no you know no no picture of Memphis from Mike. And you know, like John, like I said to Sue, he said you know something. If he wasn't sincere, he you know, he should have said let me get back and check with you. He shouldn't have made a promise he couldn't keep. And at this point, oh, he it doesn't look. He can absolutely keep it. Everybody's got a cell phone with a camera in it. There's no. No, I know. No, no, no. He can't get it, and he can't. He can't get a picture within an hour. He can yeah, I know. Shop, he can call the location that the dog is located at. The person that works there can just walk out, snap a picture with their phone, and and send it right over. There's no reason no, I, that can't. Yeah, happen. I agree. And it's two he weeks ago Saturday. Yeah, yeah. He he made the promise two weeks ago Saturday. He made it sound. My perception was Sue would have the picture within, you know, 72 to, you know, two to five days she would have the picture. So, uh, but you're right. Yeah, he can he can produce it, but I guess he chooses not to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just it's just another empty promise, and it's another little game that he gets to play with the Colton Becks. Exactly, exactly. Which it. <clears throat> sorry, I'm just gonna go on to. Um, uh, sorry, I'm just feeling like I need to write a little rant. Actually, you've just wound me up enough. Thanks, Howard. Um, I'm just thinking I'll go on Bloomfield Animal Shelter and I'll actually ask them on there, where is our picture of Memphis from the Asu show? And everybody, can you just please go on there and just comment? 
Okay, so if I put the post first, where is the picture of Memphis? And then everybody else comment. I'll, let me just share the link to this animal shelter so everybody knows where they're going. So we don't get it we all can, on every other thing. Hold on. We can do uh, that for as, long as it's, for as long as they let it stay up. But they're very good at deleting very quickly anything that isn't on their agenda. Oh, we, we had that once before, and I'm not going to go there, all right? But, yes, I remember that. I got deleted off a certain group when another story was happening, and that was only because I ranted a bit too much. I mean, it was all <laughs> truth, to be fair. If truth hurts, um, sorry, you shouldn't do it, should you? Um, you went let me, Yeah, so if you two um, just want to rant upon yourselves, I'll just type this, okay? Oh, sure, sure, so, sure. So, Howard, what are you wearing today? Today, actually, I got my nights out today. Today, I'm wearing my polo Ralph Lauren. You know, I have to look decent at work, John. You know, I have to look halfway oh, decent. Wow. <laughs> wow, um, Ralph Lauren. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I work in the Hugo Boss Department. I wear, wear Ralph Lauren, so, you know, it's, but that's okay. You know, um, John, I don't know if you listened to the beginning of the show, but Sue's trying to get the group to, like, this ask Sue group to, like, 5,000. So the more, view, you know, the more in the group, the more viewers, the more sponsorship. Is there any way you can put something on the Miracle page? Oh, I just group. I, I did I did while you were talking about it. Great, thank you. You know, um, no, the beginning of the okay, she, great. I think she I think she was at eleven seventy six, and right now she's at dum 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 drum roll. Come on, update page. Of course, now <laughs> Facebook goes ahead and grinds. Uh, come on, Facebook. Any time today would be good. Literally, it just like locked. It doesn't want to update the page. <laughs> but it was like fifteen minutes late after I posted it that it showed eleven eighty three. And yeah, and now it's just sitting there and looking funny. It doesn't want to update. <laughs> yeah, Facebook's been a little weird today. Oh, it has. Yeah. You're oh, right there. One or one or two days ago, it was absolutely awful. I could not get anywhere with it. Now, so showing a picture of Memphis. We're still waiting. For mm. Yeah, it's been a little weird. Yeah, it has been strange. And, you know, between between your page and, you know, we're asking people, everyone in the group, there's about 1,000 people in the group, they could add 5 to 10 people, she'd be at 5,000 instantly. It would not be an issue. Absolutely. Um, All right, she's up, yeah, she's at 1886 at the moment, so she's gone up another 10. Okay, okay. So we'll, you know, we'll... So, yeah, I think that was Michelle. She actually added some, I know, for a start. And she's in Shropshire, so bless her. Thank you very much, Michelle. Um... That's great. Oh, well, that's yeah, we will get there. We will definitely get there. And um, Sue, the senior event's going very well. I think we're close to 1,100 already on that one. Yeah, I've just shared that in the um, chat as well. Yeah, I haven't talked about that in a while. You know, guys, with the holiday coming, you know, if you can go ahead, drop off a bag of senior food or want to rescue a senior or bring them have some toys, you know, they're very neglected, they're at the end, a lot, I know out here, my friend told me they're at the end of the shelter, so, you know, please, from the bottom of my heart, go out and help the little seniors, and uh, John, you're in, you have an event going, too, where you're, in, where you're encouraging people to bring stuff to the seniors, too, I saw. Um, That may have been one of Cody's little deals, I don't have that in front okay. of me at the moment. Okay, but, uh, okay. But, yeah, we, ha- we have in the past said, you know, in certain situations, oh, I think we had, um, a drive for food for the um, Associated Humane Society that we were correct, doing correct. in conjunction. We were doing that in conjunction with the last uh, court date for Keisha Curtis, Patrick's abuser, and, which is uh, now December. Which is now December third. 
Yes, now it's moved back to December 3rd. There's a November 2nd meeting, but that's for the lawyers only to do their little crossing of T's and dotting of I's on paperwork. But Keisha actually will be back in court on December 3rd. And we still don't don't know if that will actually be a significant day or if that will be another one where she just has to wander in, you know. Yeah, we have 10 minutes while her lawyer talks and then wander back out. I guess. Uh, Is he still here or has he disappeared? He's gone very quiet. Oh, no, he's still here, so I'll just see. Can you guys hear me? Now I can. Oh, we can now. Keep your head still now. Yeah, so John, the reason... (laughs) John, the reason it was delayed was the judge had concerns about people's names being being named in public. Is that correct? As far as well, teachers, was the judge, how much that was concerned? The Family Services Department that actually handles all that paperwork regarding child welfare and all that jazz. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. They were they were asked to provide all of her records to the court to be used. To sh- I guess in the case to show that you know she's a good mom. So how could she possibly be somebody who's abusing a dog? Something to that effect. That was going to be, I guess, one of their lines of defense. And so they mm-hmm. asked the judge if the paperwork from uh, family services could be admitted as evidence. So yeah. he asked. Yeah. So he asked family services to send that paperwork over, and they did. But they also objected to the idea of allowing those papers to actually be used in the court case because the names of her children's fathers were in that paperwork, and it was unfair to expose their names in a case that has nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what? So, so family services suggested that they resupply the court with the same paperwork, but that they would go through and redact all of the names of people that are not germane to the actual court case. You know, the court case itself. And so the judge at that time said, "Fine, send me that paperwork, and I'll review it, and I'll give you an answer on November second, and then on the third of December, we'll go ahead and get started on Keisha." Okay, and and just to clarify, she did admit to tying Patrick to the railing. She never admitted to throwing. I hate to, it hurts my, to throwing him down the garbage chute. She just admitted to tying him to the railing. Correct, John? Absolutely. She does. She claims she did not starve him. She claims that everything that you saw of that dog happened in the few days that she left him. She went. She mm-hmm. had the ghostly friends, I believe, up in Albany, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And she was gone from anywhere from three to four days or so. And she claimed that she tied a healthy dog to a stair railing outside the building and that she never saw the dog again after that. Somebody so else, afford, someone else. Four, yeah, days, someone else. four days, he, dro- he apparently dropped down to 19 pounds, which is a physical impossibility. Correct. Correct. Um, unless it was a liposuction event. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, some, somebody else supposedly may have tossed him in the garbage and thrown him down the garbage chute. Um, if you remember, yeah. if you will remember, he was in such a bad state that he really wasn't moving much at all. Correct. So the fa- and the fact that the maintenance man saw the slightest movement of the garbage bag and decided to investigate it and found him um, just goes to show how bad off he was. He wasn't, a, he wasn't whining and kicking the bag and, you know, thrashing about. So someone else may have seen him in that same condition and not seen him move. And he may not have responded in any way when they tried to pick him up. They probably it could have been heck, it could have been one of the other maintenance workers there who saw correct, the dog correct. and thought it was a dead dog and just decided to discard it. So there yeah, may be no yeah. malice in the actual event of him being thrown in the garbage 
and uh, toss down the shoe. That may be simply just somebody taking care of business. You know, Correct. a neighbor that, that didn't want to see the dead dog lying there. But, yeah, yeah. You know, it's the starvation portion of this that is definitely on her because there's simply no Correct. way that in the three or four days she was gone, the dog deteriorated to that no. condition. No, no, no way, no way. And, you know, like I said on the uh, the other day, John, it may not be a popular opinion among a lot of people. Do I want her to go to prison if, if she's convicted? Yes. You know, but the thing is, Patrick's happy and healthy with the Patrick is happy and healthy with the Scavellis. Uh, the law is probably going to change in New Jersey. And look at all the people that have come together. Look at all the new advocates, including myself. So, yeah, do I want her to be punished? Yes. But, you know, for me, the, you know, it may not be a popular opinion, but, you know, the, the pluses outweigh the minuses. And there's a, world call, a word called K-A-R-M-A. So I will leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, probably it's a little too slow for me. I prefer quicker justice than that. But uh, and I would definitely like to see her do jail time. I personally so I. don't believe she will. Yeah, yeah. But if she doesn't, as I said, I, you know, I, and I agree with you, John. And I want people to misunderstand me. But you know, a lot, a lot of good has, a lot of good has come out of it. So, um, and I agree with you. I hope she does get punished severely. But if she doesn't, at least a lot has changed. Patrick's okay, and that, and that to me is very important. And he couldn't be with a more loving family. And, and I wonder how many more dogs he's actually saved by the fact that his story came out as it did. Oh, unbelievable. And so it's just the numbers, I, I couldn't even, I, I mean, look at John's page, a quarter of a million people and growing. And look at all, you know, the events that I do, the show that you have done. You know, we wouldn't be, three of us wouldn't know each other if it was not for Patrick. So, yeah, and that, it's, a very hard, it's a very hard number to, uh, to nail down. There's just no way to know how big of an effect he's had. Um, I'm very comfortable in saying that uh, several hundred dogs have definitely been saved as a result of it, the exposure that they got through the Patrick Miracle. And I would say it's entirely possible that with the awareness that he's raised, that he has saved thousands of animals. Uh, Correct. Simply because people now understand the situation. So many people came in to our page at the start never realizing how bad things are in our shelters. They think the word shelter actually means shelter. Yeah, in, exactly. In most cases, that's not the case. It's simply the place you send the dog to go and wait for death. Yeah. You know, and the percentage and, and of live dogs coming back out of the shelters is is minuscule compared to how many go in and die. Exactly. You know, and I know... No, I'm sorry, Sue. No, go on, Howard. Sorry, I'm... And, and I know the captain has said he has never ever seen anyone around a dog or you know an animal like this. As he said, it's unprecedented. So you know, it's you know the number like John, the numbers. Who knows? But all I know is uh, every day another person hears the story and looks at that picture. They're on board with us. So uh, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's you know that's why it's called the Patrick Miracle because because he is a miracle. He's truly a miracle. Absolutely. Exactly. That's the, that's what Can the miracle is supposed to be. Sorry, John. Carry on. I was going to say that was the original intent of using the word miracle in the uh, name of the site, and that Patrick himself was the miracle for having survived. But it's kind of funny that the page morphed into something where it became its own miracle for other dogs. Exactly. And it's also your page has given people an avenue to save other dogs and talk about events and so forth and so on. So it's gone beyond, you know, it's gone beyond that. So, you know, thank And that was, and, you know, thank and none of that. 
none of that was ever the plan. The original plan was let's raise some money to pay for Patrick's medical care, and we'll and you know, once this all blows over and he's healthy, the the page will fade away. But it didn't work out that way. So many people piled in, learned what was Correct. going on, learned about the abuse that they thought never really happened. It's, it's amazing yeah. how still today we still get these messages from people that say, "What's going on these days? Why is thing? Why are things getting so much worse? They're not getting so much worse." That many more, more people aware. are now aware and are talking about That's right. That's right. That's right. And, you know, John, and, and same, that is a new miracle. Yeah, and the same thing with my events. It started out in uh, May of 2011. My first event had 40 people, literally, and now it's gone worldwide. So, you know, so much it's brought people together. Oh, matter of fact, so I forgot to tell you, I, this is an amazing story. A couple people met on the Lennox, my Lennox event page. Guess what? They're getting married Christmas Day. I forgot to tell everyone. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Oh, really? I forgot completely. I've been so busy. Yes, I'm trying to get, I'm hoping they'll send a picture in uh, on the wedding day. They don't want their names released. But, yes, they met. They, they listened to your show. They met in the event page, and they're getting married. So Not when I fantastic. heard that, I was, I was like, so touched. And, you know, and, you know like John said, um, you know, I, I, never ex- I never had any expectations out of the events. I just wanted to create awareness and bring people together. So I think if you're in your heart sincere, it's amazing what good, com- what good can come out of bad. And that's, and that's the bottom line here, really. So much positive stuff has come out of the evil that was done to Patrick. Yes, definitely, definitely. It's just amazing. And the thing is, there's so much support from all of us. I mean, I know, obviously, we've had our fair share of, I was going to say, no, actually, I have got the word, WNKRS around us. Um, But to be (laughs) fair, it's actually, we've coped with it well, we've shrugged it off, and we've moved forward and all that. And you'll always get the odd numbskull. But, you know, to be fair, we've got a good crowd around us, and I think, Everything's going to literally kick off all at once. Do you know what I mean? Am I the odd numbskull? Say it again, John. Am I the odd one? The odd numbskull? (laughs) (laughs) No, don't be silly. And if not, can I be? (laughs) (laughs) Now, do you know what? The one thing I was just going to say is, what gets me is, we have got all of these RSPC like over here we've got RSPCA, over with you you've got the NSPCA. Why is none of these shelters actually regulated? Why have we not got an official whatever to go around and actually check these people out? Check what people out? The, the shelters, the people that are actually running the shelters. Why is it that, I'm not being funny, over here I could tomorrow... If I got some land and everything, okay, probably with a bit of a license from the council, I could start up a rescue centre tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's wrong. Why, mm. why, is, why is there nobody around to check to make sure that I'm doing things right and everything's all okay? Are you saying like a background check? Yeah, well, everything costs money, obviously, and any time you ask for money, to help an animal organization or an animal concern, uh, the first response you get from politicians and the great bulk of the public is, well, there are human beings that need help more. And if we haven't taken care, basically if we haven't taken care of every human need, every every slice of human suffering, then no one wants to spend a dime to start on the cats and dogs. We have to first make it perfect for humans before we're allowed to spend a dime on the dogs. 
Mm. And no, mm. and so and politicians, their greatest concern is being reelected. So and because the bulk of people feel this way, we're going to lose every time. And that doesn't mean you still don't you, that you stop fighting, because it, you know it gets a little better every time. It gets a little easier mm. every time. Every victory can be built upon. But we're a long way from changing the majority's opinion on that. To most people, mm. again, it's still a piece of property. It does not matter yeah. as much as the slightest human suffering. Yeah. 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 I, it's just horrendous. I mean, it's quite funny because I'm not going to say who I was talking to the other day, but I was talking to somebody quite high up. And I was saying to them about um, the fact that there's so much, you know, they said to me, so what do you cover on the Asu show? And I said, cruelty. And he said, what to what? And I went, um, everything. And he went, you what? I went, everything, really. I said, whether it's a cat or it's a dog or it's a human or it's a child or it's whatever, we'd pretty well cover it. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they were yeah. saying, you know, the amount of different cruelty cases and it's literally going bigger and bigger and bigger every single time. So at the end of the day, the law has got to be changed to stop the cruelty end of and that's of children, of dogs, of animal you know, anything. Give me any cruelty of anything. And again, you know I'm sorry. And again to explain their view of it. Um and a lot of people don't necessarily make this connection very often. Vegans obviously make this connection. But, you know, once you say that a cat and a dog are no longer property and they're entitled to their own life, <coughs> excuse me, the next argument is going to be, then why isn't the cow's life that important? Then why isn't the chicken's life that important? Then why isn't the pig's life that important? And that scares yeah. the hell out of the meat industry. Yeah. So the meat industry while you don't hear them say it out loud, are the people paying the most money to prevent cruelty laws from becoming effective. They're the ones Mm. fighting Mm. to save the cats and dogs because once they allow us to get those laws on the books, they know the next step is going to be pushing for the the animals that they're killing on a daily basis to make our burgers. It's true, but you know something? Our, Our pets are our family members. I mean, they're family. They're property. They're family. I mean, they're, they're our family. That's, that's, law that's what, no, I understand that. I understand that. But, you know, I mean, we know. I mean, I mean, my, my little Rosie's my, my daughter. She's my little. But I understand, you know, I understand what you're saying, John. Mm-hmm. Do you remember about, the game? Do you remember the game that they came out with um, a good 25, 30 years ago called Scruples? Yes, 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 I do. It was, it was a game for couples. Then the mm-hmm. game against other and it was questions about you know what what you would do in certain situations you know what your what your morality was and we would play this game with other couples and we would just shock the hell out of them when it came to the animal questions and the one question I I specifically remember being asked was um, if the three of you were in a rowboat and it capsized and none of you was a good swimmer who would you rescue first and we both, in an instant, said we'd go get the dog. Mm, mm. And the couples, were, the other couples were there. You wouldn't go get your husband. You wouldn't go get your wife. No. And they know that I won't, and they will not forgive me if I do. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. my wife will be. Uh, I can't have my wife surrender, or, or excuse me, survive, <laughs> and the dog not, because I will never hear the end of it. 
The dog will not complain to me <laughs> if she's doing the best. <laughs> so, so in the end, my decision was saving me grief. You know, not so much yeah. saving anyone else's life. <laughs> oh, I just... I just read of a case, John. I believe it's in Chicago. A couple's getting divorced. They have a little dog. It's going to court. The judge is going to decide. Uh, they're trying to work out an agreement, just like a child. They're talking holidays, and I couldn't believe it when I read it. It was uh, quite unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, they're actually going to have someone's going to get the holidays. Someone's every other year they get the dog's birthday. But it, it went to court, and the judge is going to decide. <laughs> so crazy, crazy, unbelievable, unbelievable. Oh, and this is thing crazy. people even you get the ones that are literally so cruel to dogs, but then you've got the ones that they literally the way where when they're actually divorcing them they actually have I've actually heard of it when they've actually turned and said Right, we'll have the dog Monday to Wednesday and you can have it Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And things like that, which is Again, brilliant. But these people that just say, oh, well, we're having a baby, so we've got to rehome the dog. I mean, what mm-hmm. the... That's my real pet hate, that literally pet hate. Do you know what I mean? Drives me yeah, mad. I, I, I got a plea like that uh, early after starting the Pet Miracle page. Someone wanted me to post a picture of the dog along with a story very similar to that. They were having another child, and it was just going to be too much. I think they were going to be moving in there possibly to put the apartment that they found. Didn't allow dogs. But whatever. They had a new child coming and the dog had to go. Meanwhile, the picture that they sent me was the dog sleeping on the couch, tangled in the legs and arms of the other child. Oh, my God. And I was like, how can you have taken this picture because you thought the moment was so precious and adorable? And then turn around and say, you got to go because you're inconvenient now. And mm-hmm. that's the kind of mentality that I just, I can, I will never understand. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. that's pretty crazy. Hey, John, I wanted to ask you, is there any more updates on the Patrick's Law in New Jersey? I know it went through the first hurdle. Have you heard any um, updates? Or I, I understand it went through the second hurdle. I don't know which oh, one it did. it is. Okay, it um, did. So one I, more to go I think, then. I think it went to the Senate. Um, after clearing the the, um, the committee that, that originally proposed it, after clear that vote, it then went, I believe, to the Senate. I could be wrong. It could be the House, but I think it's the Senate. That also approved it, and so now it's on to the House. Wow! If the House approves it, then it goes to the governor, and the governor has to sign it. Whether or not he will, I don't know. I don't know what his position is on that. He and I don't agree on very much. He and I don't yeah, agree on yeah. very much, so I find it hard to believe he's going to be an animal lover as I am. But um, you know, it's entirely possible he will. Yeah, it may be a no- yeah. it may be a nothing bill to him where he just doesn't care and signs it. And yeah, I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> I have a feeling my gut is he's going to sign it. I have a feeling he will sign it. I just have a good feeling about it. And I believe, uh, so I believe that, the captain was saying that uh, he's fairly certain it's going to happen as well. It, it will, and then hopefully it'll go throughout this country and uh, you know throughout the world. And talking about Patrick, <laughs> you know, his uh, and John will be John's going to be on board with me and Cody and a couple of us. Uh, it's not that far away. March is going to be Patrick's second year rebirth birthday. So I can't say too much. We're going to be doing a huge Go Green event, and there might be some other surprises coming up. So I just want to put it out there. And John's on board, and Cody's on board, and a couple of Allison uh, from New Jersey's on board from Press from Patrick. So it's not that far away, but it's hard to believe, John. It's his, his second-year rebirth birthday already. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, we're going to have to have an Ask Sue show then. Oh, that's when we're going to. 
that's when we, John and I and Allison, will officially announce the whole event because I can't say too much right now. But it's going to be yeah, we, that'll be we quite have to try to coax we have to try to coax Cody to come out for that. Uh, yeah, but, well, let's see. I think uh, yeah, maybe she has to. There's no option involved. No option. She has to come <laughs> out. Pat, Patrick's going to give her a call personally. <laughs> and then we've got to rent a really big limo, not for Cody and I, but for Patrick, so you can ride with yeah. him up the covers. <laughs> that was that was Cody doing, John. Again, no no uh, no medical update. Um, I'm taking okay. no news as good news. Okay. And, uh, just, okay. Just waiting to hear what the results were of her test of the biopsy. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, she's you know, uh, quite an amazing. Hopes remain high. She's young. She's you know, I don't believe she's going anywhere. She's, I think it's going to be much ado about nothing. Yeah. Well, our thoughts and prayers are with her. So uh, that's for sure. Definitely. Definitely. I, I'm just. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember. Now, did you? You two will probably know. Bill watched the video again today. Do you remember seeing that um, video of the two dogs? And what was it called? Uh, Sky and Apollo. Mm-hmm. Did you see that video of those two white dogs? I say white. They weren't white when they got them. And the guy fed them on the park and ticed them to him and then got them on leads and took them home. And he took them to a grooming place, and they got all done, and they um, literally were looking for homes. This is going back a bit now. I'll tell you what, it's just such an amazing video, and I just, every time I watch it, I can feel myself getting all emotional, (laughs) like a big wet hen. But, oh, my goodness, it was just absolutely fantastic. I'll, I'll get the link put on the Ask Sue show after, and because I was wondering if any of you knew how they'd actually got on since. I don't know if anybody else, I'll have a look in the chat. Somebody might be saying, oh, yes. Um, I'll I'll find the link after. But it was just such amazing because they looked all dirty and, you know, and their hair was a bit mangled. I mean, they weren't in bad health, but they were obviously hungry. Somebody dumped them. And they were in this park, and this guy literally teased them back and was feeding them. And they just come, and the next minute he was stroking them. And then he got up and he picked up these two dogs out of the park and walked them to his car. It made me laugh because he put them into the car with leather seats and everything. And, oh, my Lord, it was just, oh, it was just fun. And seeing them run round after and all clean and all white and everything, it was just beautiful. It was just one of them films that got you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, really unbelievable. That, unbelievable. That, sounds like, that sounds like the young gentleman in... Uh... Los Angeles that runs around picking up the dogs. He puts out some amazing videos. Yeah. I'm, blanking, oh, I'm just, blanking on his name. I think I think Bill's just trying to get me the um, uh, video now because oh, it, he was watching. I went, oh, you've got to watch all of this. It's quite a long one, but it's just absolute fantastic. It's just oh, there's just oh, some great. that really get me. These cats are very meowy tonight, too. Yeah. Um, Unbelievable. Aren't you? Hey, Sue, how does your board look? You got any calls waiting? Um, oh, I'll be honest, I haven't checked. Oh, no, oh John? I haven't any waiting. Oh, you haven't? John? Okay. Yes, John. I have a, you know, Halloween's in a week, a week from yesterday on the 31st. I have a feeling that we might see some new pictures of Patrick. Yeah, I'm getting that feeling, too. Remember? <laughs> I'm, I'm, the feeling my, I'm stealing myself now for the reaction. <laughs> Remember the pictures <laughs> last year that, that he was around the pumpkin on his blower boy. So, because we haven't seen any new pictures, so I have a feeling next Wednesday we, uh, sometime middle of next week, we should see some new pictures of him. And I know someone that 
Yeah, so he's uh, so that should be quite interesting what they put him through. He loves it though. He loves it. So are you, so are you dressing up for Halloween? Sorry, were you talking to me? Are you dressing yeah. up for Halloween? I dress up for Halloween every single day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know. Well, I know John's dressed up for Halloween every day. You know, he's, he's got his one leg of pants on. So. Uh. <laughs> well, to be honest, I've got to change the show for a later time tomorrow night because the kids are going to Halloween um, oh, okay. party. So I've got to make the show an hour later because I've been told I've got to pick them up at nine. Well, the show starts at nine, so I'm I'm very good, but I can't be in two places at once. Okay. Anyway, okay. guys, I gotta put my, I gotta put my pants back on and my shirt and go back to work. <laughs> oh, okay then, darling. Well, thank you very much to come in for yes. for coming to rant with us, won't you? Yes, it was thank a nice Thursday. Su- it was a nice Thursday surprise. I thought it was Tuesday. And <laughs> <laughs> right. you look after well. yourself, darling. Okay, John, be well, and I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Absolutely. Take care, Howard. Okay, guys, be well. Take care. Bye-bye. What an absolute brilliant guy, isn't he? Honestly. And if anybody wants to go and have a look at Howard's events, we'll put them all on the ASU show um, on the group straight after the show. Um, We need to get the senior event definitely up and of course we'll put the Patrick Miracle page on there as well just in case you've not heard from Howard all about Patrick just yet (laughs) (laughs) who hasn't heard of Howard come on I tell you every single show I can pretty well guarantee it without a shadow of a doubt Patrick will come into it at some point and with good reason in fairness he's he's too damn cute to ignore Um, check your lights you got anybody calling now um, oh, yes, we have. Hold on. Hi, welcome to our Sue show. Hello, guys. It's Kristen. How are you? Woo-hoo. How are you doing? You okay? I am. I finally got through to you guys. Although I have to say I was having a very enjoyable time just listening to you all talking about uh, Patrick and all of the uh, the great programs that, of course, have been Spawned from uh, from you know Patrick's uh, horrible situation. So thank you guys uh, for inviting me onto the show. Oh, you're more than welcome. More than welcome. So how how are you doing anyway? We're doing uh, we're doing okay. So um, you know we had a, a little bit of a of a very very distressing thing happen to us, and I think it was it was one of these things that all of us instinctively know. It, you know, happens every day in the rescue world, but until you're part of it, it, it really doesn't fully sink in. And we had a uh, beautiful, beautiful pit bull, beautiful temperament, down in a shelter in Clayton County, Georgia. We had everything lined up. We had a rescue lined up for her. We had raised uh, funds to cover the cost of her, her vetting, to have her stay, to have her transported up to a, a rescue in Pennsylvania. And uh, we found out yesterday morning, or yesterday at some point, we found out that she had uh, had been killed, despite the fact that now, everything please, was... Sorry, was this Lexi? This is Lexi, yes. Do you know what? I read that story just before, didn't I, John? And I was saying to John about it. I was just absolutely mortified. Well, we, I, I was in shock. And, and I'm usually, of all the gals in our group, I'm, I'm usually the the most level headed and I, I mean my heart just sank uh when I when I when I heard this and uh you know I 
been looking at her picture all week and just how beautiful and gentle. And, and the picture that I had on Facebook of her, she's in the midst of a crowded shelter with just this horrific barking, and she is just sleeping peacefully. And, you know, what was really frustrating to us, though, is that we had called uh, the shelter on Friday. She was killed on Saturday, is, is as it turns out. And we had called the shelter on Friday, or we actually had called the shelter volunteers on Friday just to confirm that you know, everything was set. And we, we wanted to pull her out of the shelter actually on Friday and place her into boarding. And one of the shelter volunteers said, well, you can't have her yet because her stray hold isn't up. Well, then it turned out that her stray hold actually might have been up but some of the shelter staff thought they might know her owner, so they wanted to hold on to her for a little bit longer to see if they could find her owner. So, you know, right there, there was a little bit of, of um, you know, a little bit of, of inconsistency there. Was it a real stray hold? Was the staff simply hanging on to her for a few more days while they tracked down her owner? In any event, uh, there was no mention on Friday. You know, the day before she was killed, there was no mention of her being sick at all. Uh, then when we called to find out, you know, when we could pull her and place her into boarding, we were first told, uh, we don't have any dog with that ID number here. We, we don't, we don't, we don't know where the dog is. And then we pressed again for some more information and we were told, oh, you know, there, that may be one of the dogs that we think was stolen. And then when we pressed for more information, we were eventually told that, that she was killed. And at first we were told she was killed simply because she had diarrhea. That's what we were told. And then eventually the story now has become that she was very, very, very ill with Parvo, and that's why they had to put her down. Uh, Lexi is a grown dog. Grown dogs, number one, typically don't even get Parvo, but if they do, it's very treatable in adult dogs. Uh, she had a rescue on record. We wanted to pull her on Friday. We certainly would have been more than happy to get her out at any time, get her to a vet, pay for the vetting, at least you know, to determine whether or not she had Parvo. We've asked for records showing that, in fact, the vet tested her for Parvo and, based on the tests, concluded she had Parvo. We don't think those uh, tests were ever done. One of the shelter staff said, well, she had blood in her diarrhea. Well, it smelled bad. And we said, and that's it. That 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 that's the basis for concluding she had parvo and not Coccidia, Girardia, or a whole host of other worms, all of which are very common in these shelters, all of which cause you know bloody diarrhea in dogs. And uh, so that's where we are at the moment. Um, the shelter staff now, of course, is now issuing this statement that she had parvo and that they you know they they did everything they could. That she didn't have a rescue, they're saying, and um, you know we're just we're, we're very sad. I mean, this was a beautiful, beautiful animal that should not be dead today. I mean, there's there's, there's no excuse for for Lexi being dead today, none. Good grief! Now listening yeah, to this, just... Sorry, listening go on, to you story, I'm reminded of the actor John Lovett. Is he the spokesperson? Where, where right. you're doing this? Where you're doing this? Uh, she had. Um, um, Parvo, yeah, that's the ticket. That's what, sounds, that's what it sounds like this person is doing. Well, exactly, because, I mean, for one thing, when we finally, you know, when we called to see when we could pull this dog, at that point in time, if all of this was a legitimate story, it seems to me that would have been the time where somebody would have said to us, I don't know how to tell you this, but 
you know, we went in to check on Lexi on Saturday. She was violently ill with parvo, and the only humane thing to do was to euthanize her. But that's not what we were told. She was missing. She was stolen. She just had bloody diarrhea. Oh, now she had parvo. And, uh, and, and then I, I had already done some research on the Clayton County shelter simply because, you know, any shelters and any rescue groups we work with, you know, we do our homework ahead of time, and we have a certain set of criteria that all of the rescues that we endorse have to meet. And uh, so I had done some research on Clayton County, but then I did some more after this, and it is astonishing. They have about a $700,000 a year budget. About 85 to 90% of that budget is to cover salaries and benefits. They, get, they take in between seven and 8,000 dogs per year, and of the $700,000 in their budget, 35000 is allocated for materials and supplies. Almost everything else is to go for the salary, pension benefits for the staff of 10 that they have. And then about $150,000, $180,000 is paid to the vet for so-called medical expenses. So, you know, when you look at a budget like that, you say to yourself, this is a budget that is structured not to save dogs. I mean, there's nothing in there that suggests that there's, there's no money allocated for, uh, for, for medical attention other than euthanasia. There's $35,000 to cover supplies and food and so on for 7,000 animals. doesn't seem very realistic. Uh, and it's just, uh, you know, it, it's, very, it's very disturbing. And, you know, I mean, at a very minimum, it suggests that the resources that these shelters have, you know, certainly are not being used to try to save these dogs. And apparently somebody called today and was told, uh, she asked them, she said, well, you know, do you, do you guys work with rescues regularly? I mean, how could this happen? And she was told by one of the shelter staff, oh, we work with rescues every day, he said. So I said to this woman, I said, if they work with rescues every day, why are they killing about 75 to 80% of the animals that come in there every year? And all of these statistics, the kill rates, the budget, these are all statistics that I found in financial legal documents filed by Clayton County. I'm not making these up. I'm not plucking them off of random Facebook pages. They are in legally published documents that Clayton County, Georgia, issued itself. And it just uh, certainly doesn't look to me as if they're doing nearly enough to save these animals. And, uh, and the fact that they're sort of backpedaling now about what happened with Lexi uh, just confirms that as far as I'm concerned. It just is, it's very, very sad. But what's even sadder? is that there are an awful lot of Clayton counties out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's what I said earlier. This is the trouble. You know, and nobody questions anything unless we get it put out there coming to the, the extent that we are. Nothing's ever questioned. Nothing's ever checked well, what's going on at these shelters. Well, and I was, I was listening to you uh, earlier, you know, talk about that regulation and things, and I think you're absolutely right. Nobody checks these things, and, and I think... Probably an even bigger issue is that when people try to check these things, they are, at a minimum, they're ignored, they're intimidated. I can tell you that I've worked with more than one shelter that has basically said to its volunteers, if you keep pushing this, if you keep talking like this, if you keep saying that we're, you know, we're not doing everything we should, if you keep working with these people on the outside, you know what we'll do? We'll just close the doors and not let rescues in at all. 
This happened when the dogs were shot at Chesterfield about a year and a half ago. It was volunteers, it was a rescue that actually discovered these dogs that had been shot in the landfill. When they brought it to the attention of the shelter, one of the first things that the shelter told them was, you know what, if you want to go down that road, we'll just close the shelter and not allow any rescues in. Clayton County, from what I understand, has made similar threats against volunteers. There are shelters in North Carolina, and these are all shelters I personally work with. I talk with these people on the phone. I have visited some of these shelters. These aren't, you know, this isn't second, third, fourth-hand information. And in every one of those cases, either the county or the shelter staff basically intimidated the volunteers by saying, you know what, we'll fix you. If you really want to go that route, we'll just close our doors and kill everything in here. I mean, they don't say we're going to kill everything in here, but if you're going to shut your doors and not allow volunteers in, the end result, of course, is going to be that all the dogs are going to be killed. And this intimidation is rampant. I mean, and it, it's, it, it's everywhere, unfortunately. And it's worse, I think, in a lot of these southern areas. As John knows, it's alive and well in Bloomfield, New Jersey as well. But it's worse in some respects in a lot of these southern areas because people down there, a lot of people, they don't have jobs. They're making minimum wage. They are really terrified. To, to raise these issues. You know, at least when you're in New Jersey, you know, a lot of us, you know, we have the time. We're able to, to really learn about these issues. And, and you know, we have, we have good jobs. And the, the threat isn't quite as credible against us up here in New Jersey. But a lot of these people down south there, I mean, they're, they're, Clayton County kills, I mean, sometimes it's 100 dogs a week sometimes that are being killed down there. I mean, if you're a volunteer and you're worried that if you speak up, they're just going to shut you out altogether, what do you do? Do you say, okay, knowing that 100 dogs are going to be killed? Or do you say, all right, I'll keep my mouth shut and try to get five or ten dogs out this week? And you know, that's what you do. Yeah. And it, it's a very, very, it's, just, it's a really, really big problem. This, this is the thing. I think, you know, a lot of the volunteers are just trying their best, and it's like they're almost told, put up or shut up. Or they are. I mean, they're sometimes they're literally, yeah, sometimes they're literally told that. Um, and a lot of times it's more subtle. And, you know, I heard, I'm not sure who it was speaking before, one of the guys, uh, just talking about, you know, politicians and the fact that, you know, politicians very often feel that you know, issues relating to people are, are more important than issues relating to animals. But, you know, to me, what I find very disturbing even about that is the link between animal welfare and human welfare are so well established. I, you know, I mean, and I've often said to people, even if you're not a big animal lover, even if you don't love dogs the way I do, it should really disturb you when you hear these stories about people neglecting and abusing animals. Because whether I love dogs or not, I wouldn't want one of those people living in my neighborhood. Because that sort of callousness with life and that sort of arrogance that you can just beat on innocent creatures that is not restricted to animals and and so when i hear people say this and and i think you're spot on i think that that's exactly what politicians say when i hear them say that i, I think to myself you know you, you don't you can't understand the the link the emotional psychological social link the fact that that people that behave this way when it comes to animals and people that behave this way when it comes to shelter volunteers, you know, through intimidation and bullying, you can't honestly think they check that at the door 
when they leave the shelter. You just can't. And, you know, so I think I think animal welfare absolutely has everything to do uh, with the yeah. condition of humanity and society. And it just is um, – but I think that's a big part of the problem, though, is that you have to get the political – you really need to get the political support and the corporate support to, to go after some of these uh, situations. But that's where I think – I mean, that's where I think the Patrick Miracle has just – has truly been a blessing, though, because, you know, it really has, I know you guys were talking about this before, it has, I think, increased awareness just exponentially. And, and I, think, I think it was you, John, before maybe that said that a lot of people are, are writing and saying, oh, my God, it's getting worse. And I think you're right, you're right on. It's not getting worse. It's that people thought things were okay before. You know, people didn't realize how really horrific, uh, you know, these, these conditions are. And, you know, sadly... A lot of the stories that are posted on the Patrick Miracle page are a small fraction, uh, you know, of what's going on every day. There are shelters in western Georgia that literally will not let anyone from the outside into their shelter. You cannot go in and photograph dogs. So there are animals all over this country that we don't even know about. No exposure. They're not on Facebook. They're not on Pet Finder. They're just going into some hole somewhere. No one ever even knows they're there. They're being killed probably, you know, alone or with some horrible person, and no one even knows about them. Um, you know, there are shelters I know of in Louisiana that that their, their publicly posted policy is no adoptions to the public. Uh, you know, you just you look at all of these things and you say to yourself, wow, you know, the ones we know about are awful enough. Well, you can probably multiply that by at least 10, if not 20, to get the, the true, real sense of, of what's going on out there, and it's um, it's really awful. And, and you know, just the fact that everybody now is is beginning to see this, I think, is just is is wonderful. And the fact that people are are willing to get involved. I mean, a lot of people called Clayton County, Georgia, that shelter today, a lot. And I, it just, I mean, it it made my heart just sing to see how many people rallied behind Lexi and called that shelter demanding answers and it got to the point where i believe they even stopped answering the phone for a little while but the fact that people saw that that they responded they took time out of their day a couple of people sent me letters beautifully written letters i mean really well done letters that they're going to send to the mayor and to the uh you know the council of of clayton county there and you know just a really a wonderful reaction and I think that's that's so important. I think the fact that now, if you're going to do things like this in these shelters, you're going to be held accountable. You know, I mean, maybe yeah. we can't stop you right now, but you're going to be held accountable, and you're going to have to own what you're doing. And, uh, and so I think that's... And we can at least make their lives miserable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, and that's... But they're nicely really, put. Yeah. If, if, you don't, if you don't want to correct the problem then there's no reason for us to respect you enough to treat you with the respect you refuse to give us. You're going to, yeah. we're going to we're going to drive you bananas. This is what this is what's been happening in uh, Bloomfield. They are right. they are buried in Oprah requests for documents. They are buried in telephone calls and emails. Karen Laurie, the the secretary for the Board of Health and uh the uh director of the health department specifically even mentioned that she gets now thousands of emails to the point that she no longer reads them. Right. Okay, mm. and so if if we're not getting any if we're not getting any respect if we're not getting any response to what our demands are, and you know and they can't even be bothered to, to give you know 
intelligent reasons for the, for their intractability. I don't feel any need to respect their ability to function in their job because they're not doing their job. Their job is to represent and respond to their public, and they're right. not doing that. So if they're not doing their job, they shouldn't mind me making their job harder. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. And, you know, and I think you know, you've touched on something so important, and that is simply that, you know, these are public servants. Whether they want to acknowledge this or not, they are public servants, whether it's Bloomfield, New Jersey, or, you know, Clayton County, Georgia, or Whiteville, North Carolina. These are public servants, and you do have an obligation to provide answers. You do. That comes yeah. with your job. And if you're going to make these kinds of decisions, uh, you know, you have to be accountable. And if you're, if you're going to try to dodge that accountability by misrepresenting facts or simply, you know, ignoring people, then, yeah, I'm right with you, John. Then, you know, we'll ask again and again and again and again, and we're going to ask as long as it takes until we get an answer. And then, you know, when we get an answer, then we can decide what to do with that answer. But certainly, you know, certainly in, as far as Bloomfield is concerned, I don't know about how anybody else feels. But we have not gotten any credible, legitimate answer to the questions we've raised. None. Uh, you know, and, uh, and I think you're right, and we're just going to keep asking for them over and over and over again. And, you know, the, the only people that are responsible for this, you know, in, in Bloomfield's case, it's that Board of Health. I mean, you know, we went to that council meeting. John, I, I can't remember if you were at this meeting or not, where they basically tried to imply it was, it was all the crazies on Facebook. And, oh, know, they, they, they've mentioned that several times at several of the meetings and a couple of that I've been to. That was one of their statements, yes. Yeah. Wait, that was even mentioned on the Ask Sue show as well, where they said, how come you're sharing all the links about Memphis, what about the rest of the dogs? Well, if you actually let us rehome this one, maybe we might let you help you to rehome all the bloody rest of idiots. Sorry, I suddenly well, went into a rant. <laughs> right. And, well, you know, I'll tell you, I have to say that, you know, a, a a frustration of mine for a long time also has been this immediate just dismissal of Facebook. I mean, you know, there, there's why would you just immediately dismiss people, you know, on Facebook? And uh, but there's just a real, like I said, a real well, it's a real arrogance is what it is. And quite frankly, Bloomfield is up to its eyeballs in paperwork and Oprah requests and everything else because they have so horribly, horribly mismanaged this situation for, what are we, going on six, seven, eight months now? They have nobody to blame in Bloomfield but themselves, nobody. They could have managed this way back in, you know, February, March of this year properly, and we would be at a whole, all of us, Memphis, Jeff, Diana, all of us would be at a much different place today. But they made decisions about how to manage mm -hmm. certain things, and, you know, you can't blame people for reacting to the way you've managed something. You know, again, you have to own it. You know, you, you, yeah. you're the director or the acting director of that shelter. You're on the board of health. You set these wheels in motion, not the other way around. And you can't backpedal now and try to blame this mess on everybody else. And it really is, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it seems to be a common theme, unfortunately, this sort of arrogance and this belief that you're not accountable and, you know, I mean, one thing that I would really like to see is I would like to see more people everywhere start demanding two things. Number one, the statistics that all shelters are supposed to provide on a regular basis, either to their county or their state or their Department of Agriculture. Most people aren't really aware of the fact that 
all shelters are supposed to report the total number of dogs they take in, the total number of cats they take in, the, you know, the number that got adopted, the number that got returned to owners, and so on. They're supposed to, they're legally obligated in almost every state in this country to report that information. And I would love to see people become aware of that and start asking for those numbers. And then number two, what I'd really love to see is spot check inspections to make sure that yeah. these numbers are accurate. You know, if, if you say that you're taking in, whatever, 50 dogs a week, you know what, I'd like to see somebody stop by there every once in a while on occasion and count the number of yeah. dogs in, the, in that shelter. Definitely. And, Sorry, yeah. I, I'm going to have to interrupt because we're down to one minute left of the show. Um, please, could you join us on the Ask Sue Show group after the show? Maybe we can have a bit of a banter in there as well. Um, oh, sure. But also, I would just want to very quickly ask before the end of the show, if anybody can get into Bloomfield Shelter and get me some photos and they can anonymously send them to me of the conditions of those dogs, asksueshow at gmail.com. Please send them to me if you've got any photos at all. Uh, thank you, both of you, for coming on to the show. It's been absolutely excellent. Thank you very much, both of you. Thank, thank you very much. And uh, we'll meet in the Ask Sue Show group in just a couple of minutes. <laughs> All right. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. Okay, then. Thank Thanks for... very much. Good night, everybody. Night, night. Up. And thank you very much for joining the show, and I will catch up with you all soon. And don't forget tomorrow night's show. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>